1: wash my hands of this business.
0: Hello everybody, welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, June 8th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy crazy world. I'm joined by my co-host the savage one, Mr. Tony Spark. Tony, how you doing this morning?
1: Hey, doing good, buddy. Um, aside from the dang uh, Nuggets, they lost. Uh, they were doing good, and then kind of fell apart in the last few minutes last night. Ah, so they lost game one against the Suns, and then the Abs. I didn't mention yesterday because it's too tired, but they got their ass kicked oh, by no. Vegas on Sunday night. Oh yeah, like five to one. It was a, it was an ass kicking. So the series are tied two to two there, but you know, the series still goes on, and all the good series go seven usually. So. I'm doing well, and it's Ghostbusters Day, so happy Ghostbusters Day. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know.
0: Rocking your Ghostbuster shirt, I like it.
1: Yeah, why not? Representing it today, you know?
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we were talking <laughs> before the uh, show, you know, we record our Proton Pack, which is our geeky, nerdy podcast uh, that airs on Tuesdays. Recorded it yesterday, didn't even realize that today was Ghostbusters Day, so there is zero mention of it, but uh, I think <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it on the next one.
1: Yeah, next week I'll wear the shirt again for that show, but uh, yeah, more, I'm rocking a Captain America one in the, <laughs> in the one that airs later today at 4 p.m., shameless plug, so you want, you want Geeky Nerdy, there you go, check us out. Exactly. Man.
0: Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Tony, there was a period in time where you dated a girl who was very religious. She even got you to go to church with her. How did she get you into religion and, and doing all of that? Uh, you know, what was her methodology?
1: Okay. Well, the, the one that really got me to go to church first was uh, was the cute blonde that, that said I should go sometime. So I went because of her one time. And then when that didn't work, <laughs> I dated her sister and then uh, started <laughs> going to church. Um, you know, what hooked me, though, was I went to a church and they had a live band. And the first song that they played were, was Van Halen's Right Now. And it hooked me. So every week there was a rock song. It was like ACDC, Van Halen, uh, Journey. Uh, there was always rock songs. I just kept going. I was like, "There's a good message for God." And then there was, you know, classic rock. And then I was going with, you know, originally a hot blonde. Then I went with a cute blonde. And now I don't go, <laughs> I don't. I don't talk to either blonde. And I don't go to church anymore. I'm such a <laughs> such a bad bad young man.
0: But that's the way to do it, you know, do something yeah. mass appeal, something that people will like. Don't do it this way, however. A Montgomery, Run Minnesota road. man is accused of taking an acquaintance hostage and then crashing her car in a river in Jordan where he forced her to take off all her clothes so they could be baptized. Jared Herman, 38, is charged with second degree assault with a dangerous weapon and terroristic threats, both felonies. According to the criminal complaint, police responded to the 500 block of Broadway Street around 6:11 after an SUV crashed into Sand Creek. Police found the victim naked in the creek. She told police Herman had taken her hostage and made her crash the car. In an interview later at the hospital, the victim said she had known Herman for about a week and had been staying at his home for the last several days, noting he was becoming increasingly unstable. She said... He- she said he hadn't slept or eaten much, used some marijuana and was drinking some alcohol. She noticed he was making odd religious statements and burned his cell phone in a fire pit then broke hers. Then on June 2nd, Herman demanded he drive her SUV and she went with and she went with because they planned to take his dog for a walk, she told police. Once they got in the vehicle, she became increasingly concerned about his behavior. She told police he made comments about dating and marrying her, and when she said they barely knew each other, he got upset and started damaging the inside of her vehicle, pulling off the rearview mirror and wires and throwing them out the window. He made comments about her possessions binding her and then threw her purse and duffel bag with her clothes out the window. She said she tried to compromise with him, but he became more agitated. Herman started taking his... uh, taking his hands off the wheel, telling the victim he'd done this before and crashed two cars. He talked about Jesus and veered into oncoming traffic as they entered the city of Jordan. And she grabbed the wheel so they didn't crash. Herman then asked, What are you doing? God's got us. Don't you have faith? She pleaded with Herman to stop, but he didn't, charges say. He tried to drive into a tree, but she pulled the wheel, and they narrowly missed crashing into a truck when she pulled the wheel again. Herman continued to make statements like, what are you doing? God's in control. We're going to Jesus. Trust in Jesus. We're doing this. Ultimately, they ended up in the creek. He stripped her naked, tried baptizing her. Sounds like this guy is truly mentally unstable and uh, anything that he has to do with religion, I would want nothing to do with at least what he believes in.
1: Yeah, see, he's one of the kooky ones. Like, that shit's just it's scary.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I, I, there's so many puns. There's like the carry under Jesus take the wheel, you know, <laughs> reach over and grab it. Yeah. Somebody did that. She, oh, hell no.
0: Yeah. yeah Talk so.
1: about a bad date, you know, going bad. Like her first clue, she shouldn't have gone, shouldn't have gotten out the dude named Herman. I'm sorry.
0: Well, not only that, but I mean, she's crashing <laughs> on his couch. <laughs> hey,
1: daddy, Jesus has got the wheel. <laughs> It, the magic bird, baptized in the <laughs>
0: it just sounded doomed to begin with. Luckily, okay. nobody got truly hurt. He got arrested and, and uh, is hopefully off the street for quite a long time.
1: Well, Jesus definitely took the wheel for that dude, huh? Yep. Good lord, man.
0: Well, That's folks, nuts. it is Tuesday, and we've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? It is Taco Tuesday. Ooh, tacos sound good. As we do do do, on Tuesdays, we've got Animal Tales sponsored by RoughWriters.org. RoughRiders! We have another edition of Strange But True. This time it is all about the human body. And then we close out the day with this day in history. So, folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back.
1: Oh, my process! Ooh, yeah, let me tell you something right here, aha! Uh-huh. It's the Loot Crate subscription box, yeah! with an exclusive loot box of prizes open your door every month! Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy! Uh-huh. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude! Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box! Woohoo! Woo! To the Loot with kids huh? starting as large as a dollars 99 per month, Those are box just about for all collectors To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x n i dot forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, dig it?
0: Everything you need for the Christian Phoenix radio show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix media radio. Now back to the show. And we are back folks. This is the Christian Phoenix radio show. We've got a little thing we talk about a couple times. Each show it is the Phoenix line, our 24 hour a day, seven day a week voicemail line, giving you guys the listeners and watchers an opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you tried baptism, baptism by fire. Uh, almost quite literally. We want to hear about it. Give us a call at 855 Phoenix Radio. That's 855 F E N I X Radio or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is Tuesday and as we do on Tuesdays we've got Animal Tales sponsored by roughriders.org. Now, Rough Riders is a local 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the transport of dogs from the rural outlying shelters where they may not have a chance into the more metro northern Nevada area here where they work with local uh, shelters, dog rescues to find them homes. Give them a second chance at life. If you want more information, head over to ruffriders.org. That's R-U-F-F-Riders.org. Or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash ruffriderssaves. Saves. And with that that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into animal tales.
1: Dogs and the cats they tick up the middle, where the honeybee hums and the cricket fiddles. The donkey prays and the bony neighs, and the old great badger sighs. Listen to the bass; it's the one on the bottom where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans and groans with a big to-do, and the old cow just goes moo. Mmm.
0: The cow says, "Moo." Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and get into our first story here in Animal Tales. You know, last week we talked about the uh, dog that turned himself into the police department. Well, this uh, dog had a, a similar outing. A St. Anne, Missouri doggy daycare had an unexpected visitor last week when a dog who frequents the fun establishment decided he wanted to go back. Surveillance footage from inside Happy Tails Pet Hotel and Playland captured Hugo, a dog that lives more than a mile from the daycare, excitedly Hello, burst- <laughs> Hugo! <laughs> I think that's Kubo. Excitedly <laughs> bursting through the front door and looking for friends to play with. Scary to think of Hugo running more than a mile across some busy streets and medians to get to school, but luckily he arrived safely. And since employees knew the excited pup, he was quickly reunited with his family. And luckily, it did happen during the day, so uh, you know it, it wasn't like the dog arrived there at night, had to make the journey all the way back home. But uh, you know what? If a dog enjoys a place enough, he'll find his way to get there for sure.
1: Oh, absolutely! Dogs—they're—they're <laughs> they're just great. They just find all their own little adventures, and they, like you had told us, uh, I think it was last week where uh, uh, Tahoe had gotten out and then ended up just uh, right back at the front porch.
0: Yeah. Went on a
1: little gallivanting adventure, but came right back home.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And uh, we had no idea, just opened the door, and there he was, so... (laughs) Needless to say, they are smart and, well, some are smarter than others. I, I know a few dogs that uh, when they get out, there's there's no coming back. They'll take off forever. But with that being said, let's go ahead and move on to our next story here in Animal Tales. Ah! Well, a herd of 15 wild elephants that walked 300 miles from a nature reserve in China's mountain southwest were approaching the major city of Kunming on Wednesday as authorities rushed to try and keep them out of populated areas. China's wildlife authorities say they don't know why the herd left a nature reserve last year near the city of Puer, a region known for tea cultivation. The group was 16 animals, but the government says two returned home and a baby was born during the walk. Authorities had blocked traffic on roads while the elephants crossed and were setting up barriers and using food as bait to try and keep them away from Kunming and other populated areas. On Wednesday, the herd was in Yuxi, about 20 miles uh, from Kunming, a city of 7 million people. It said images taken by drones used to track the herd show six females and three male adults, three juveniles and three calves. Chen Mingyang, an Asian elephant expert cited by Xinyao, said the incident was the longest-distance migration of wild elephants recorded in China. Chen said it was possible their leader lacks experience and led the whole group astray. Could you imagine just cruising through your city tone? Maybe you're in uh, Denver, obviously something about uh, that size, and uh, all of a sudden a herd of elephants just comes walking right in front of your car.
1: (laughs) No, that would be random. I would think we were in Jumanji at that at that point.
0: Oh, absolutely! You'd be looking I mean, for
1: more so more so than last year, but like totally, that would just be wild—a herd of elephants going through.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'd be looking for those killer wasps, and uh, you know,
1: and all that, yeah. the, the
0: monkeys that are stealing cop cars. It, it would be just <laughs> the strangest yeah. thing to see, I'm sure. <laughs> Peter Rabbit be running around with exactly. his exactly. Little...
1: Little, little savage uh, group of bunnies.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Oh, let's keep rolling on with animal tales. This one just for you, Tone. Somebody call Samuel Samuel L. Jackson. Senor? Samuel.
1: Samuel. Samuel. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna try that from the beginning. Senor. Senor. Somebody called Samuel L. Jackson. Mechanics at an airplane storage facility in Southern California desert have found park jets crawling with rattlesnakes. And they're yeah. using a high-tech tool to battle the venomous rattlers' broom handles. Thousands yeah. of planes put out of use by the pandemic-fueled travel downturn have been sitting idly in hangars in the American Southwest for much of the past year. Qantas Airlines mechanics at a Victorville, California, storage facility two hours outside of Los Angeles have found many of their craft crawling with scorpions and Mojave rattlesnakes in and around the wheel wells. The area is well known for its feisty rattlers who love to curl up around the warm rubber tires and in the aircraft wheels and brakes, reported Tim Haywood, a Qantas engineer executive in a press release. Every aircraft has its own designated wheel whacker, a purpose broom handle as part of the engineering kit complete with each aircraft's registration written on it as the pandemic crippled global travel airlines around the world stored or retired thousands of aircraft in what are known as airplane graveyards in the deserts of southern California and Arizona many of those aircraft have since returned to ferrying passengers but hundreds of the largest aircraft including giant double-decker Airbus A380 jets used for long-haul travel remain mothballed in these desert facilities The aircraft are carefully monitored, even while in storage, with mechanics taking special care now to watch for slithering creatures. That's your ideal job, right, Tom?
1: Totally. (laughs) How about no? You make like a tree and get out of here. Hell no.
0: Yeah, just like Indiana Jones, uh, you're not a big fan of the snakes, huh?
1: No. Could, I hate snakes. I don't have the soundbite for that, but snakes. <laughs> Why is it always going to be snakes?
0: And do yeah, no. know. With as well as those planes are monitored and people uh, with the broom handles shooing off snakes, you would have to imagine at least one gets through, gets somewhere in there. Oh, yeah. And what if you're on a plane and all of a sudden one of those guys comes slithering through? Oh, that'd be terrifying. Not,
1: especially rattlers. You know, it's one thing. It's just snakes, you know, like... There's a lot of bull snakes here in uh, Colorado, and now that's hot, they're slithering. You see them across the road slithering when you're driving and stuff. Pretty common, you know. Um, but rattlesnakes, man, yeah, you don't mess around with them.
0: <laughs> and in
1: Arizona, man, they got all kinds of snakes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Even the even the deadly trouser snakes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh,
1: those are those are the those are the most fierce of them all. You there know, you at go. Times it can be very venomous. But no, <laughs> in all seriousness, yeah, I, I dude, even if it was like the most harmless snake, I couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It just
1: I, I hate snakes. Yeah,
0: most snakes and don't them. bother me, but uh, rattlers for sure. You know, they're terrifying. Yeah. and you know we get our fair share here in uh, Northern Nevada as well. So
1: yes, absolutely, man. I've, I've encountered a rattler or two in my life. Oh, not, yeah. not, not a fun situation, man. Not nope. a fun one. Scary.
0: And then let's finally move on to our final story here in Animal Tales. Oh, this one would have been another scary thing. A teenager remains in critical condition after a breaching whale landed on top of his boat off Naruma, off the uh, south coast of uh, New Zealand over the weekend. The 18-year-old man was fishing alongside a 39-year-old skipper on Sunday morning when the whale surfaced from beneath the boat and crashed down onto the small vessel. The pair issued a mayday signal before managing to navigate back to the boat ramp. Paramedics met the vessel at the boat ramp and treated both men for serious head injuries before taking them to the hospital for emergency treatment. The younger man was later airlifted from Maruia Hospital to Canberra Hospital, where he remains in critical but stable condition while the older man was treated at Maruya Hospital for facial lacerations and a concussion. According to a crowdfunding page set up to support the 18-year-old's family, the teenager is suffering a broken neck and severe head injuries. So even when you're out on the sea, out on a boat, you figure no sharks are around, out of the water pops a giant whale that crashes down on your boat still terrifying i mean mother nature animals you know you, you can't account for just about everything and certainly not that
1: no freak accidents and that that's the thing when you're out on the water you you just never know i've seen a video of uh of a whale breaching uh one time and a guy was on a kayak and it like flipped him oh then, really you know, that'd be just terrifying yeah you just think you're nice you know how terrifying would that be to get thrown way up in the air and then in the water, and most of the time you're attached because you get your like your seatbelt and you're, you know, to flip. And you're, you're kind of trained if you're on a kayak to, if you go under, how to flip yourself back. But I don't think you can prepare when you're going about, you know, five to <laughs> 10 feet up in the air, and then in. So,
0: well, and whales, yeah, whales are smart enough that they see the boat, so they know what they're doing. And so, uh, yeah, you know, it might have been a mama whale that uh, maybe the boat was encroaching into, uh, you know, the, the young territory who knows you know but uh, either way just yeah be careful be aware of your surroundings
1: especially when you're just fishing man like that's uh, something i would expect fishing out in the the sea but when you're out in the ocean man you're in their world and you just never know exactly
0: well folks that does it for animal tales when we come back we've got strange but true human body edition don't go anywhere we'll be right back (laughs) Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now you can also enjoy us from the comfort of your own couch or on the go with the ngbn.tv app which is available on your smart TV or your mobile device. Just download the NGBN.TV app, search for the Phoenix Media Channel, and you can get this great show and other great Phoenix Media shows as well. Now, if you want to get a hold of me on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony Spark. That's S-P-A-R-K eighty one or on Instagram at Tony.SanFilippo81. Now in this segment, we're revisiting an old favorite titled Strange. Where typically we talk about things throughout history that are unusual, but true, obviously based on the name. In this case, we are doing the human body edition, which basically means that, uh, you know, we're going to be learning facts about the human body that are unusual. And uh, well, I I can't, Absolutely, speak to the uh, accuracy of these, but uh, you know we're just going to take them at face value and uh, have a little fun with it. Are you ready? Face to value
1: is not bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm. I'm ready to explore some strange body facts. Why not?
0: All right. Well, this first one from a user named Truly Meaningless says: Human eggs are small, but big enough to be visible with the human eye. Strange. So
1: It's okay. time to pop open a Truly.
0: There you go. <laughs> no, I'm just
1: kidding. It's a, a Celsius energy drink brought to you by the fine folks at Celsius, who should sponsor uh, our show today.
0: There you Continue. go. I thought you were uh, because br- the Truly are the uh, alcohol ones, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Ah. So I had, and the can kind of looks like it, and I figured, what a what a cheesy little segue that
0: could be. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I can't drink that. I work today.
0: Fair enough. Well, let's move on to the next one. Tony, you'll appreciate this username. It says I'm a jar jar.
1: Me jar jar. Oh, Annie.
0: Says when doing surgery, organs don't have to be put back in the exact same position they were meant to be. Your body kind of just moves the organs into the correct position after surgery. Strange. <laughs> I'd assume you have to get them at least somewhat close. You know, yeah, you would have yeah, wanted your heart yeah. down in your stomach and your, you know, right. your liver up in your, you know, esophagus.
1: I, I feel there's got to be a, a rhythm to it. So I guess as long as you're close, like you can't like take both kidneys and stick them up here. Maybe put your well, lump- I uh-uh.
0: who knows? Who knows?
1: Hey, science—the way they got things going, maybe. <laughs> but it, at face value, it I would. Not believe it if somebody told me that. So, I don't know. Yeah, face value. Face
0: value. I don't. We'll we'll take it at face value exactly. Yeah. Let's move on to our next one. This from user Lewis is on Reddit. Says your elbow skin is called your weenus. Also, you can pinch (laughs) it as hard (laughs) as you want and it won't hurt. Strange. (laughs) So Tony, don't go. a child. (laughs) Don't go around showing people your weenus.
1: Show all of my weenus. If you going to suck on this weenus like Macho Man Randy Savage, coming up the top rope, I'm going to suck on my weenus. <laughs> and that just got really strange. If you it are did. listening, that sounded dirty and bad. But if you're watching the video, I was pointing at my elbow. Just some clarification right there.
0: Keeping it PG thirteen exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. Don't want to lose a viewer listening. They're like, "Ooh, he just uh, he did just go a little savage on that. A little weird."
0: <laughs> Well, let's move on with our next strange but true human body facts. This from Andy Bueller says Bueller. Your brain regulates how strong your muscles are. If your leg muscles were to contract at full strength, they would snap your femur. It's why people in emergencies on adrenaline can lift cars off of children. Your body is capable of great strength, but it could also severely damage you. So your brain keeps you a weak, soft bag of jelly. Strange. But true.
1: yeah the brain is definitely the powerful one it controls everything um that's nuts to think about. could you imagine if uh you could access the super strength that you might possess?
0: You'd do a lot more damage to yourself than uh, you you know you'd think because oh, obviously yeah. your bones aren't as strong as you know what your muscles could be so yeah could be scary could end up uh, Crazy. yeah not so oh, well let's move on with uh, more strange facts about the human body. This from user Edgar says humans are bioluminescent and glow in the dark, but the light that we emit is a thousand times weaker than our human eye is able to pick up strange. That's kind of cool.
1: That's neat. I didn't know about that.
0: And I'd assume that's probably why dogs can find us in the dark really well, and other animals for that matter. Uh, It'd be awesome to find like a camera that could see that level of bioluminescence and uh, really see what we look like glowing in the dark.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. You're like, you can't see me. Yeah, I can. You're glowing.
0: (laughs) So if you're Drax or uh, John Cena, it's all false? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Let's keep moving on. Human body edition of Strange But True. This one from Bitch Mom 6969. Bitch
1: Mom, you're a little bitch mom. 6969, bitch mom.
0: Says when you cry and your nose becomes runny, it's actually your tears. Strange.
1: That makes sense, because you're right. When you do cry, your nose freaking runs it does yeah, yeah and you I, ever watch a little kid like when they get hurt and they're like ah, then it's like ah, the not uh, bubbles like coming river. out yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I guess i never put that together because i but it makes sense because you're opening up your tear ducts and everything comes out like there yep i'd buy that for a hundred alex
0: <laughs> i'd buy that for a dollar all right let's move on with strange body facts here on strange but true this from user what's this name says a healthy heart doesn't need a body to beat as long as it has an oxygenated blood supply it will just keep going with or without its owner strange and you see that in medical dramas where they take the heart out they have it hooked up to you know pumps and stuff and it just keeps going i would assume it needs an electrical signal as well too right
1: yeah it's gonna need something i mean they obviously do transplants and can go from one to the next so um science man just Ah. talent and i'm sure it's got to be in a very very quick uh setting and everything's got to be very precise i'd imagine for that to work
0: yeah yeah but the fact that medical science has come so far from You know, you sneeze and they have to drill a hole in your head. Big, big differences. Big
1: difference. Let's keep moving on.
0: We're looking at the human body. Another one from user Edgar says, (laughs) (laughs) this one's just for you, Tone. The average human erection has roughly about 130 milliliters of blood in it, while the average rabbit has about 126 milliliters of blood in its entire body. So there's more blood in a boner than in a bunny. Strange.
1: That's a really weird comparison there, but, uh, you know, and it, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting fact. Yeah. Um, now, is that the same amount of blood that goes in all size? Because, you know, all rabbits are shaped differently or all size differently.
0: I don't know. I, I would assume it's based on averages, but, you know, the fact that we have two rabbits here, I don't think I'll ever look at them the same.
1: Yeah, you're like, haha. <laughs> <laughs> it's bunny time.
0: Let's keep moving on. Strange but true human body facts. This from Cairo. A lot of O's on the end there. Says Alzheimer's disease isn't just gradual loss of memory. It physically exists in the brain. It's a physical substance that attacks the brain. Like if you were able to open up the skull of a person suffering from Alzheimer's disease to take a look at their brain, you would actually see this sticky, fibrous, gray physical matter overtaking their brain strange that's scary to think but at the same time that may be the way that science goes in curing alzheimer maybe they have a way of cleaning that stuff out
1: who knows it's it's sad just erases their memory and kind of they don't know who they are at the end. It's sad.
0: Yeah, very sad. Yeah. Well, you know, the nature of the work Jesse does, and she, you know, helps with Alzheimer's groups and dementia groups. And so, you know, she sees it on a regular basis. And it is sad. You know, you do what you can to try and keep the mind sharp. But sometimes the body just doesn't let that happen.
1: No, sad stuff. But, hey, very neat fact, though. I mean, I yeah. can see that too. picture. You kind of like those little uh, slugs. From Futurama, uh-huh. know, the brain slugs. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of
0: like that. Well, let's it's move just on. Gray, not green. Let's move on with our next one. Oh, this guy's got a great username, Elron's cupboard, instead of Elron Hubbard. <laughs> says the liver can regenerate itself. If you literally cut off two thirds of the liver, it can regrow itself in about two weeks. Strange. Control. Huh. Crazy. I so knew I it could regenerate that. itself. I didn't know two weeks. I mean, that's lightning fast.
1: It's pretty fast. Wolverine, man. Wolverine. Exactly.
0: And then finally, here on the human body edition of Strange But True from uh, user Inner Inspection 6408. Says humans have, on average, just as many hairs on their body as chimpanzees. Human hair is just a lot shorter and finer. Strange. But true.
1: I can see that, man. There's a lot of hairy people.
0: A there are, yeah. And,
1: <laughs> and hair grows, man. Once you shave the damn thing, it doesn't matter. It just grows. It don't stop.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, chimpanzees don't have the uh, the frustration <laughs> of being a male growing up where it stops growing so much here and yeah. more back there. It just
1: grows, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hair grows everywhere, man. They yeah. just guys out the girls ears, it doesn't out the nose. everywhere yeah so i could buy that for sure
0: <laughs> well folks that does it for this segment of strange but true but when we come back we're headed into the final segment of the show you know what that means it's time for this day in history don't go anywhere we'll see you in a few Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. We've made it to the fourth and final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are
1: you a god? No. Ben.
0: (laughs) Very fitting for Ghostbusters there Day.
1: There you go. I had to light it up just right and get that quiet part where they look at each other, the nod. So I had to get right to the no. And then there you go.
0: <laughs> Perfect pull tone. Well, folks, while you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because why, Tony?
1: Sharing is caring. Like, subscribe. Put it on your Facebook. Put it on your Twitter, your Instagram. Tell a friend. Tell your grandma. Spread it around. We love you.
0: And, uh, you know, share it around. Obviously, half the Internet was down this morning anyway because of some major... Oh, yeah. Amazon was down and Twitch and so many... Mm -hmm. uh, Reddit was down. So, uh, you know, share it once those things come back up online. But uh, in the meantime... (laughs) At this point in the show, we'd like to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for <laughs> This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. It's This Day in History, with your correspondent on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, uh, kicking things off, this day in 218, Alagabalus becomes the emperor of Rome. And based on the sculpture, he looked like he was eight. But of course, back in those days, you know, you were married at 12, having kids at 13, and an elder by 25. So.
1: Yeah, that kid's creepy. (laughs) He's like, he looks like a a little bit of Omega from uh, The Bad Batch. Just a little.
0: A little bit. I'm a
1: Legos! Take me on a journey!
0: Moving on, this day in 1191, King Richard I of England arrives at Acre in modern-day Israel to join the siege of Acre during the Third Crusade. You know, we were talking at the beginning of the show of somebody who almost killed in the name of religion, but that's nothing compared to uh, back in, you know, the 1100s where, you know, it was just murder in the name of religion left and right. doesn't matter which religion it was. They didn't care. Oh, no. They just...
1: Big-ass crown back then. Exactly. King Dick the Lionheart won. That's right. Some people call me Richard, but today you can call me King Dick the Lionheart. <laughs> and I am going to join the Siege of Acre.
0: Moving on. Look this, at
1: my crown.
0: This day in 1779, Admiral Horatio Nelson and Captain Thomas Hardy on the HMS Foydroyant... Yeah, I guess that's right. Set sail against you did, you did the Spanish fleet. Way better
1: fleet. than I would, brother. Fajoyant. For Fajoyant. For for for
0: and being that it's Admiral, you know, maybe he thought it was.
1: It's a truck. Well, Horatio Sands, man, his hat is like, <laughs> that thing's a boat in its own right. It's like <laughs> the Titanic of hats. And who'd he join? Captain Jeff Hardy? On there, Horatio Sands and Jeff Hardy. Okay. Uh,
0: I couldn't imagine wearing that outfit every day. Oh, well. (laughs) Moving on, this day in 1789, James Madison introduces a proposed Bill of Rights in the U.S. House of Representatives. Of course, uh, we know that the Bill of Rights was created. uh, It looks like later on in September, but uh, that's what our entire Constitution is based off of. I
1: like it. Remember when the Bill of Rights was a little cartoon and he would sing?
0: He's just a bill on Capitol Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, this day in 1812, Robert Jenkinson becomes Prime Minister of the United Kingdom after Spencer Percival's assassination. Fatality. Boy, that took a while. I, th- I feel like it was a month ago we were talking about that assassination.
1: Yeah. Well, the dramatic of the painting. Like, oh no, he's down. What he do? Robert Jenkinson, you're in charge now. <laughs>
0: you should do uh, just, just uh, one man plays based on uh, old timey paintings
1: <laughs> I, I should I mean if you're watching you're probably just like that guy is nuts because i'm I'm actually staring at a picture and I'm just reacting to that.
0: Tony's just verbalizing what we see on the screen in front of us. Yeah, trying
1: to present it in an entertaining way for you, (laughs) the listener and viewer. There you
0: go. Moving on. This day, 1942, Bing Crosby records "Silent Night." I didn't quite catch that. Oh, sorry, Siri. Siri. Yeah, you
1: exact Siri there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Bing Crosby records "Silent Night." Let's see. It is June 8th, which means it took uh, all the way until the Christmas season for that to come out. Uh, now you yeah. can record something to have it out the next day. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. I've got the Christmas song. It's silent night. I'm going to drop it. Christmas time. Yeah, it's hot outside.
0: <laughs> Moving on this day in 1948, Texaco Star Theater premieres on NBC TV with Mr. Television. Milton Burrell, made permanent MC in September of the same year. Uh, Tony, have you ever heard that Milton Burrell had the famously largest schlong in Hollywood?
1: <laughs> with that with that shit-eating grin, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, this <laughs> is my bunny. And you want to go to Rabbit Town, Milton Borough, he will show you Rabbit Town.
0: <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1955, here's a terrible problem to have. L.A. Dodgers option pitcher and future baseball Hall of Fame manager Tommy Lasorda to make room on the roster for future Hall of Fame pitcher Sandy Koufax.
1: Well... They made the right move because they ended up getting Lasorda back as a uh, famous coach, and he's a Hall of Fame Dodger, man. So, yeah, they won, but that does... Propose a thing. I mean, for pitcher wise, Tommy Lasorda is more known as a coach. Exactly. Pitcher. So I think they made the right
0: call. As much as I hate the Dodgers. uh, (laughs) How do you really feel, Tom? Yeah, I hate him. Moving on this day in 1968, James Earl Ray, alleged assassin of Martin Luther King Jr., is captured. I don't know why it says alleged. I'm pretty sure they found him guilty, right?
1: Right. So he wouldn't be alleged. Nope.
0: This day 1969, Brian Jones is asked to leave the Rolling Stones and is replaced by drummer Charlie Watts, who has been with them, well, since 1969, but, uh, you know, a, uh, a legend in his own right, for sure.
1: Yeah. Well, he went on to do other things, I'm sure, but... Uh, yeah. You know. Sometimes that happens. You're in a famous band and you get booted. Metallica's done that and has to ask Ron McGovney, and if you don't know who he is... <laughs> He got booted early as the bass player for Cliff Burton. Yep. Kind of works out.
0: So. Same day in 1969, MLB legend Mickey Mantle gives his farewell retirement speech during Mickey Mantle Day at Yankee Stadium. 60,096 people see number seven retire. Great baseball player.
1: Fantastic. It's always the crazy thing when they retire numbers, it's like. It's, it's a shame, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome, but no one else wears it. It's always for them. But, uh, yeah, very cool to see.
0: Moving on this day in 1978, a Nevada jury rules Howard Hughes' Mormon will is a forgery. I don't know what a Mormon will is and why it has anything to do with Nevada, but uh, that is a thing that happened.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you don't usually tie Mormon and Nevada together. That's usually uh, Utah.
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) Well, I couldn't tell you. If you guys know what a Mormon will is, I mean, chime in below. Call the Phoenix line. have no idea what that
0: is. (laughs) Moving on this day in 1984, Ghostbusters, the American supernatural comedy film directed and produced by Ivan Reitman, starring Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, and Ernie Hudson is released. Are you a
1: god? What a piece of shit movie, man. Terrible.
0: You know what I didn't know? is that Gremlins was released the same day. Really? Same day, same year. (laughs) (laughs) Both
1: fantastic movies. I know I just said, if you're listening, I did just say Ghostbusters, what a piece of shit movie, but that was sarcasm, folks.
0: Sarcasm.
1: (laughs) I like how they put American comedy horror film. That Gremlins was terrifying.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It was. Back in the day, it's still kind of creepy. Part two? That's a straight comedy.
0: Totally. Well, moving on this day in 1996, a revival of the legendary procession of Lady Godiva, Naked Through the Coventry of England. Um, is it a painting that was re-released? Is somebody actually writing Naked Through England? I need more info. Yeah, Lady Gaga. <laughs> the Her name you. was Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Godiva, I think it was.
1: Lady Gaga.
0: All right, and then finally here on This Day in History, 2014, Audrey McDonald wins a Tony for her portrayal of Billie Holiday in Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill. Obviously, there is a new movie that's out, I want to say, on Amazon Prime Video about Billie Holiday that's uh, supposed to be really good. So, well worth checking out.
1: Yes, dark holiday, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, let's, uh, you know, before we head out for the day, run down some of today's Holidays! Holiday! we talk about the things that Everybody. we like to celebrate for instance hey tony it's best friends day
1: hey best friends hey it
0: Have is best friends day betty picnic day apparently celebrating oh. anybody named betty so hey,
1: uh Be- hey betty <laughs>
0: if you're 70 80 or 90 years old and named betty today's your day today is uh, call your doctor day just call say hair, hey man,
1: no. yeah. <laughs> no. Today I is to,
0: Jelly-Filled Donut Day. Maybe a reason to call your doctor right. if you overdo it.
1: Yeah, not big jelly donut guy.
0: Tony, it is Upsy Daisy Day or Oopsie Daisy
1: oopsie daisy I might do that when I F up something today oopsie daisy oh I didn't stick of that truck oopsie daisy it's best friends day and oopsie daisy day and I'm gonna eat a jelly donut ah!
0: <laughs> it is name your poison day it is Thomas Paine day it is world oceans day world brain tumor day I don't think you want to be celebrating that and finally world pet memorial day so if you have, have a pet that's half exactly well folks that does it for today's episode we will be back tomorrow on a Wednesday with Words Are Hard. Enjoy your Tuesday. Happy Ghostbusters Day, everybody. See you tomorrow.